Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. We are live across the internet, yep. global, galactical. Yep. Hey, everybody, you're on Lunch Conversations with Randy and Teddy. I'm Teddy, for those who don't know. And the other guy here in the bright pink shirt is my cohort, uh, Randy Wooden. Uh, and um, and this is uh, every new every Wednesday at 11:55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We show up, uh, and we encourage you to join us. And if you got Chick Fil A and you want to send send it to me, I'm happy to have you do that, Kurt. Um, so for those who don't know me, I'm Teddy Burris. I'm a LinkedIn strategist. I'm a Google Workspace consultant. For those who have never heard me use those words, it's a okay. new part of the business. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and so um, I'm going to let my good buddy introduce himself. Then I'll introduce our special guest. Yeah, Randy Wooden with Goodwill Industries of Northwest North Carolina. And I run our professional center out of Winston-Salem. And today it's out of the man cave, Teddy, yeah. the east wing of the man cave. Uh, here it is another Wednesday and the last, what, two more of the of the month until we turn the Turn the calendar. Hey, look, who's if you're using, a job hunter. Who's using the west yeah. wing? I mean, what's going on in the west wing? Are you not allowed to be in there today? Well, I could tell you, but it's top secret, and um, she'll be revealed at a, at a later time. But uh, yeah, I run our professional center, so if you or maybe somebody you know, regardless of where they may live, but ideally, certainly locally here in the triad, but if you know folks who are professionals that might be in a job search or thinking about it, uh, have them come my way. I reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to try to help you. All services are free. I always tell people, Teddy, yeah. you get what you pay for, but- I digress. But fortunately, you have a a strong support system that helps make it more valuable. Yeah, we do. I mean, Goodwill, everybody's heard of Goodwill. And everybody thinks retail stores and donations. And yeah, we do that. But what do we do with the money? What we do with the money is we push that back into what's called workforce development, whether it's skills training, helping a guy with a, you know, learning a trade or whatever, or helping him with the job hunt. And that's the piece that I fit in uh, is the job search. And my demographic are typically people that might be on this call today, professionals. So there you go. Teddy, we're going to have a great show today. And I've got some questions for uh, Oscar as well, but why don't you tee it up and uh, then I'll throw the old why question at him. How's that yeah, sound? Yeah, yeah. And um, um, hey, before I introduce our special guest, you want to yeah. do the housekeeping? We've been a little lax about the housekeeping. Dude. Yeah, sure. Um, because I, I don't multitask very well, please stay out of the Q&A. Just stay to the chat because that's enough for me. And, and I'll keep an eye on that. When we see things that are good questions or comments, we'll try to work those in. Oscar is our guest today. And uh, I think we all know introverts. Yeah, we yeah. may be one ourselves. And there's some challenges inherent with that and some some obstacles. And I think tips and encouragement could be very useful. And so I'm excited. Oscar's our guest today. But yeah, if you have those comments, questions, let us know where you're uh, watching us from. And also, if you're so inclined, let us know what's on the lunch menu today. And uh, let's get this thing started. Teddy, we've got a lot of turf to cover. So um, I, I got introduced to Oscar Garcia, our special guest. Uh, I don't know, maybe three or four months ago. Uh, he, he's typically on the West Coast. And for those who don't know, that's to the right of me, you know, not the left, it's to the right of me. And uh, and so, but today Oscar's, you know, south of me and we'll, I'll let him tell us where he is. But Oscar's an introvert. He, he maybe feels like an introvert, but I think he's found ways to overcome that. Uh, he's a speaker, he's a trainer. He has a business where he is a, the chief in empowerment officer and we talked about that it's a pretty powerful way mm-hmm. to act, act walk and talk in life and uh has his own consulting firm oscar do do yourself a favor introduce yourself to the audience way better than i can uh thank you teddy and randy thank you i i really feel your energy i know we're gonna have a great time here um so again thank you so much for having me as a guest and uh, hello everyone so yes um you know, as you said, my natural personality is an introvert. I have, uh, six years ago, I launched a training and consulting company called Aspita Consulting. And on the consulting side, we focus on um, 
community relations workforce development on the training we do what i refer to as culturally relevant career development and leadership training and um you know, I, uh, I used to work in the tech industry 12 years uh, for various startups, co-founded a nonprofit that was totally volunteer based with family and friends, um, became the Chamber uh, of Commerce CEO for almost seven years, and then left there and did a one-year consulting uh, gig at LinkedIn before I launched Aspita Consulting. I got to ask you a question uh, right off the bat here. And I ask this of every guest every week. So you're not going to get away without uh, getting asked the why question. I'm always curious. And I think the why reveals a lot uh, about a lot of things, a lot of situations. But I always ask people, I can tell you're passionate about what you do. Was there a point or a series of incidents that, that, that kind of pointed you down the path that you're on now? Yep. It's all the crap that I've been through, Randy. <laughs> I, I, this is what I, this is what I say. Yeah, I yeah. say we all go through crap in life. Crap stinks, but it's also fertilizer. That's what manure is. How we react to the challenges in life, it is our choice. And so, so ever since I was a kid, I mean, English is my second language. Okay, I'm a first generation uh, professional, only one out of ten siblings that went off to college. So a lot of obstacles that I've had to overcome, the shyness, the, ever since I was, again, a, a kid, my mom used to tell people, Oscar's just like his uncle Robert, shy and reserved. And you wear those labels, right? Because that's what you, you get identified. And as I, you know, in, in high school and college and, and into the workforce, everything, I was new at everything, trying to figure things out. But one of the things too about me is, is that, um, I'm negatively motivated and I'm, I'm also not a quitter as well. And so I started to figure out, cause as an introvert, those of you that are watching and listening later, uh, the introverts, you know, that we don't like to initiate conversations, much less interviewing, filling out a resume, cover letter. Like I hate panhandling for an opportunity, but you got to put food on the table. And so what I did is, yeah. To use Silicon Valley terms, I reverse engineered how to attract opportunities and learn how to market myself so that opportunities come to me. Yeah, that's that's good. Randy, were, go ahead. Yeah, were were you shy because of the language barrier and the culture barrier? Was that was that you know, you're you know told what, hey, was, just because you were intimidated by the language and I, English I, and, I, and such? Yeah, that's a great question, Randy. You know, yeah. I think it was a, com a combination of things. Um, yeah. Yes, that, that was part of it when, you know, you uh, are, um, you know, you have a different culture, you speak a different language when, you know, people used to make fun of me because of how I pronounce certain words. Like mm -hmm. uh, in the Bay Area, there's a thing called, called Marine World. I used to pronounce it Maringuas and people were like, oh, well, that's so funny. Say it again, Oscar, you know, and I would say, mm -hmm. right, and you know, you know how we are as kids. I mean, I made fun of kids too and stuff like that. And, and so all those things, right, just end up um, getting sort of placed on top of one another and yourself. And it can either break you or it can reshape you and be like, you know what, let's figure this stuff out and let's move forward in a positive direction. Let's talk no, very about cool. that. Very cool. Because yeah. that's, that's, that's right up the alley of where we're taking this conversation up here. Um, you know, and, and, not everybody can be like Randy and I. I mean, we'll walk down the street and stop and hug a stranger, you know. And you know, you know, of course, Randy's learned how to, you know, um, pick pockets. But I've taught him to be better than that. But you know, uh, <laughs> sorry, I forgot that. So look, how do how do people who are not like us, you know, the introvert part of the, our friends and our network, and you know, how do they, you know, how do they take and get their mind focused on? finding that conversation to find that job or how does that introvert just get into that mindset of working towards starting a business what do you what are your thoughts that's a great question um and first of all here's the thing if we break down um forget right now the label introvert extrovert let's just look at the way we as human beings are programming what we like we all want to feel heard we all want to feel listened and no one wants to be, feel like someone's talking over you, right? 
and so so what we what we need to do and again this is something that i've learned right i've done a lot of self-reflection and gone back and so forth is is that we need to take the the the, the positive the strong skills from whether you're an introvert or an extrovert and bring those it's like baby i know you love baseball buddy it's it's like we cannot win a a, a team cannot win a world can't win a game let alone the world series with nine pitchers only you need a player to play each position to the best of their ability okay and so we need to take the best of these skills right that each personality has develop those and learn how to, based on the circumstance situation, adapt to it. Sometimes you're going to sit back and you're going to listen. Sometimes you're going to be the Randy, the Teddies of the world, and you're going to be leading this conversation. And Oscar, oh, gee, over here, Oscar Garcia is going to need to shut up and listen and wait for the next question. Yeah, that's right. That's powerful. Yeah. I, I get it. You know, yeah. uh, be in the be in the space, be in the environment and be in the mode you should be in that environment. Uh, yes. That's good stuff. Can I write that down and use that later? Do it, my friend. Thank you, OG. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in the philanthropy business here. So, uh, you know, what's that phrase? Uh, sharing uh, is caring or whatever the, the, the slogan is. <laughs> uh -huh. A good friend of mine years ago, he's a Dale Carnegie coach. Years ago, I said something really I don't know where it came from. I said something pretty profound. And he says, oh, my golly. He says, do you mind if I use that? He says, and here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to say th three times when I use it, I'm going to say, as Teddy Burris told me, as Teddy Burris told me, as Teddy Burris told me. He said, the fourth time I'll use it, he'll say, as I've always said. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, Randy, uh, uh, Oscar, here's another thought. So we're, 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 we're in this space of trying to find a job or trying to be successful in business or our career. And we often find ourselves in conversations and often, and you've heard this, and I know Randy has as well, that you should strive to not always be the most uh, intelligent or the smartest person in the room. Yeah, you should really be in situations where you're not the smartest person in the room. That's how we grow. Yeah, how we learn. Yes. So what, what? Let's 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 draw this scenario where you know that I show up. I'm in this space, and I'm the smartest dude in the room. Now, Randy, I know what you're going to say. It never happens. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's all like, I have yet to see that happen. You're the blind squirrel, <laughs> Teddy. Is, it, is, it, is this the blind squirrel story? <laughs> So let's say I, heard, I already up, heard that story before. <laughs> let's say we show up in a space, you know, either networking or coffee yeah, meeting yeah. or maybe even an interview. And we feel like we're the smartest person in the room. What do we do? Well, so I've heard this so many times, uh, Teddy, right? That if you're the smartest person in the room, we're in the wrong room. And I, 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 get where that is coming from because we yep. yes we always should be challenging ourselves to surround ourselves with people that are greater than us that have accomplished more because you know they pull us but there's but but it's not a period at that sentence there is a semicolon or whatever the heck comma whatever the heck we want to call it in that if we are do find ourselves also the smartest person in the room then maybe it's god's way of telling us that we need to help and mentor those that are in that room Because see, here's the thing: if 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 I'm the dumbest person, I've been the dumbest person probably 99.9 percent .9 of the time that I walked into that damn room. Thank God that the people didn't leave because they became my mentors. They became my sixth grade sixth grade teacher who who nudged me and said, "Oscar, don't forget to get your mom and dad to sign that form that, that says you can go into the next math class." And if it wouldn't have in, in middle school and if it wouldn't have been for mr jones there is tracking that happens in school who knows if i would have sure. stayed on track to go into a four-year university yeah yeah that's you know, my thinking, point yeah thinking back i remember uh when i i joined our uh, fraternity in college i was this the second lowest in seniority out of about 80 uh, brothers 
And I'd always been the youngest, uh, given my birthday at the end of September for that school year. I was always among the youngest, uh, often among the, the smallest, too, uh, for that matter, height, weight-wise, because yeah. uh, I was the youngest. And I remember um, thinking, okay, I joined the frat, and I'm just going to kind of sink in here and just, yeah, whatever. And I remember one or two of the senior uh, people who were seniors and, and some of the leaders in the fraternity set me aside and said, Randy, we see something in you. And we would like for you to consider being our running for vice president um, at the next election in our fraternity. And these were guys that I looked up to, not in awe of, but, but it, I don't know that I would have taken that step. To, and by the way, that job was public relations. So it was a perfect job for me. It was helping promote the frat across campus yeah. and across the community. But I'll always remember that, that here was people that I looked up to and respected and who took me aside and said, I believe in you. I trust you. I think this would be great for you. And if it weren't for them, um, I don't know that I would have kind of stuck it out there because I don't know that I belonged at that point. I didn't know that I measured up. Yeah. And so sometimes it takes, an, which, whether it's a teacher, a spouse, a friend, a, a mentor at work, or somebody who says, Oscar, I see something in you. You can get this thing done. Let's work on this and make it happen. So it's yes. a time I'll always remember many, many years ago. Absolutely. Was that Kappa Kappa Red, White, and Blue or Kappa Kappa Rolling Rock? <laughs> it, was, it was Lambda Chi Alpha. Kappa <laughs> Alpha Zeta KA 1001, I'll have you know. That was oh. me. Um, <laughs> but that was uh, a long, long time ago. Many, no, many beers ago. I'm yeah. with you. And I, yeah, and yeah. I, you know, Oscar, I'm with you in this, in this model that you know, you, you got to know the environment you're in. You got to know the space you're in, you know, is mm -hmm. my space to listen or is my space to share? Yeah. And my, is my space to poke people and make them think and challenge them and help them grow even in a, yeah. in a uh, you know, a coffee shop or a bar stool conversation. When you know yes. where you stand, then you engage the way you should engage and that's a great great thing especially when my whole business model is based on that you know it all starts with yes. conversation i can either start the conversation lead the conversation or actively listen in the conversation yes yes so hey let's look at hey by the way i'll use the chat folks and and, and bombard mm -hmm. randy because randy needs something to do with, with uh, more at conversations <laughs> in the chat you know have you ever been in a situation where you were the smartest person in the room and did you, and listen to this question, did you understand your role? That, 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 you know, that, that's the way I would look at it. So yeah, Great anybody, question. you know, share that. And, uh, yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Were you the smartest person in the room and did you understand your role? Hey, let's, while we're letting them share that, let's, let's talk about this Oscar. So you alluded to this earlier you said, you know, um, Oh, I can't remember the exact words you said. I'll go back to the videotape and remind myself. But you basically said, you know, uh, when we're when we get hurt and we get painful and we get, you know, challenged, hardship, hardship has a huge impact on our lives. And yeah. um, and we can look at hardship as problematic or painful, or we can look at it in another way. Maybe it's a blessing. Yeah. So. Talk about that a little bit more. Maybe if you don't mind, maybe share a hardship that you have, another hardship perspective of how it helped you grow. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, you're right. I mean, first of all, none of us want to go through hardships. I mean, it's it's horrible. Uh, all right. It's a lot of pain and just emotional and, sure. you know, many, many other uh, uh, aspects of it. But um, I mean, you know, I'll tell you, I mean, for me personally, I don't want to go back to I'm. I'm about to be 53 in March, okay? I don't want to go back to relive my 40s. I went through some really tough times. I went through a divorce. My daughter attempted suicide twice. I got into some relationships that, quite frankly, I was not ready for and made some bad choices, hurt some people, and, you know, and financially, upside down when you go through a divorce, right? I mean, it's not like you walk away a millionaire, okay? <laughs> I <laughs> hear you. Yeah, I lost my parents uh, within yeah. uh, first my dad and then my mom within four months of each other. So I went through a lot, and yeah. I used to be of the of the attitude of the mindset of God, don't give me a lighter load, give me a stronger back to handle these challenges. And here's again, again, everything has right like a cause and effect. The 
flip side of that though is is that because of also my upbringing and being first generation professional and being my parents family it just always playing that lead role in the family almost kind of like the parent role to my parents mm. that i didn't learn how to humble myself and ask for help or accept help and so i can't do i basically god gave me so much that he said you know what i'm gonna break you until you come to me and you start going to other people that ask me for help mm. so those are some of the hardships, you know, that I've gone through and some of the lessons that I've learned. Don't be so prideful, folks, that you don't step back and ask for help, whether it's looking for another job or whatever. You know, maybe you've been working in it for 40 years and you got laid off, you know, industry yeah. change. Humble yourself. It's okay to ask for help. Does does being an introvert make that any more difficult to, to reach out versus being an extrovert? In your well, view? yeah, you know, I... I think it does because as as an introvert too is is that um, we I mean in general we speak to ourselves the most but somehow you know our, our, as an introvert I think generally speaking our best friend is ourselves our shadow <laughs> and so and so going back to that earlier you know talk that we were having or question about you know if you're the smartest person you know it's like. It, 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 if you're only talking to yourself, you, you know what the advice is going to get, uh, you're going to get, which is what got you in that situation. So, yeah. so yes, it does, I think, compound that. And th which is why I say, like, get out of that and reach out. Listen, even folks, even if you're just watching and participating on a weekly basis uh, on Teddy and Randy's show, that, believe it or not, is a step in the right direction because your subconscious mind and your conscious mind is listening and taking in this positive information from these guests and, and these two funny characters here. Pearls of wisdom, we prefer to call them, Oscar. So yeah, there we go. Pearls of wisdom. Pearls, <laughs> pearls. Hey, I got to ask you a quick question here. You mentioned that you were negatively motivated. And so uh, years ago, somebody had told me, and I guess I need to say it now. I say it all the time because I used to say who told me that. Um, anyway, but that you're motivated either by a fear of loss or an expectation of gain, but that the fear of loss is a greater motivator. And is that what you mean by being negatively motivated, a fear of loss, of, of being shown as not uh, measuring up, or did, where, where's, what's that negatively motivated me? To me, to me, Randy, what that means, negatively motivated, is when someone doesn't believe that I have the ability, the potential to do something. And, um, and I think part of that comes to where my personality is. I'm, I, I love encouraging people. Yeah. If you go onto my LinkedIn or, you know, social media, you'll see that I'm very positive, uplifting people. And so um, one of my favorite authors uh, on leadership is John Maxwell. And he talks about how he sees people with the number 10 being top and versus a zero. You got to work your way up and prove yourself that you are worthy. And, and that's how I look at uh, people as well. And so when someone, I, and, I, and, and I have that expectation too, that people are going to look at me positive and be like, yeah, encouraging. But when the opposite happens, I'm like, you know what? Game on. Just watch. Just watch here. You know, you can't hear, okay? But I just cut my knuckles, okay? Because, you know, we're getting ready to hear a rumble here, okay? So that's what I mean by being uh, negatively uh, motivated. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, that that's positive. That's powerful. This negative motivation versus positive motivation. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, a, a good friend of mine recently got divorced. And uh, so she's, you know, a single mom with two young kids and you know, involved in her life a little bit and trying to encourage her and motivate her. And, and, and we're saying to her, your future is as positive as you want it to be. Just keep working on it. Keep doing the things that you know you need to do. And you know, she's starting this new business and, you know, she's helping her, her child, you know, overcome uh, what's called ADHD, ABC stuff and be better in school. And, and we're, we're, we're rooting her along, along the way. We're encouraging and we're celebrating every little milestone of improvement. And you can see in her face, you can see in the way she dresses, you can see in the way she talks that she yeah. is truly believing in herself more than she ever was. Yes. And it is making a huge impact. 
versus if, yeah. if those of us who are charged because we show up in the space, those of us who are charged with motivating don't, or we discourage or ignore, then yeah. what did we just do? We failed miserably as, as humans. So yes. I'm with you, man. Uh, thanks for that conversation. It really made me, hey, think. you I, know, Randy, go ahead. Well, I just, I was going to throw this in here. I, uh, Clifton strengths. So uh, I, I took the assessment. My number one strength is positivity. So in the, uh, call me Pollyanna and then I'll punch you in the nose, but, but it, it's not positively. It's not positively punch you in the nose, buddy. I'll tell you. Uh, but in, in Teddy's example, if, if, if he had just commiserated with that person goes, Oh yeah, you know, life sucks. And you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Would that have been more helpful or, or sometimes the audience, the receiver, uh, and this is a, a stereotypical men versus women, men want to fix stuff. So Teddy comes in and says, you know, cheer up, you, you know, do this, do that, do this. And sometimes people, women, perhaps in particular, they want to be heard. Yes. And, and they want to have their, their fears uh, affirmed that, you know, versus, oh, just get over it. You know, you lose a child. Ah, well, you know, in time, you'll get over it. Well, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to process that in the way I darn well feel like it. Um, and so I wonder, is there a way to kind of gauge the audience to see, do you need to be Mr. Fix-It and encourager or, or both? Or more of the commiserating and and is there a point at which too much commiserating is 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 detrimental? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, so Randy, yeah, to, to your question uh, again, I think either extreme is is no bueno. Okay, uh, either extreme. But uh, you reminded yeah. me of another book that I have read, um, very powerful. It talks about. Uh, what you're talking about, and that is uh, the title of the book is Nonviolent Communication, and doesn't matter men or women, and, but it, it's a book that helps us really understand the feelings of other people, the intentions. Like, for example, when someone is very angry and yelling at you, it could be that they just got into an argument. And like I used to work, my very first job out of college was in retail management, and it could have well that they got into an argument with their spouse. And they come to the store yeah. and they can't find the item that they're looking for. And so who do they take it out, right? It's kind of like that old saying that uh, don't kick the dog, right? Because, I mean, that's where, the, you know, that sort of that comes from. And so to my point, though, is that um, I think it is important that we acknowledge people's feelings, how they're feeling, because there is pain. Um, one of the things that I encourage um, job seekers when they lose their job, I tell them, I said, listen, wait, don't just jump on LinkedIn or, or hire a resume writer right off the bat. I said, go to the emotional gym, go to the emotional gym because it stings, it hurts, it's a hit in our self-image. Oftentimes we tie our identity to that, uh, to that job. And so we need to take a, some time to acknowledge how we're feeling, right? What happened, but don't wallow. Yeah. Don't be hanging out there for months, you know? 18 months go by and you're still haven't gotten over it. Like, okay? So again, it's being in tune, acknowledging our feelings and going to that emotional gym. Yeah. yeah, Teddy, I'm going to throw in a, a comment that we see in the chat, and then you, you can do our, our bottom of the hour break. But uh, Cindy had mentioned something that works well for her in conversation. And, and Cindy is top top of the line in terms of communication skills and professionalism and etiquette. She's the one I was we were kicking around earlier about, you know, I stayed up all night studying professionalism. I'm a, a piece of work in progress. But uh, she says, uh, as an example, to say something like this, I can see how you may feel about that. Have you thought about, yeah. and then and then throwing out there. So uh, with that, Teddy, let's throw it to you for there's our- a, There's, another, there's another old adage. It's really a mm -hmm. sarcastic way of doing that. It's called feel, felt, found. I understand how you may feel. Um, I have, uh, others have felt this way. Um, I have found X, Y, Z. Now that's a, a, a really old school way of doing and asking what Cindy just asked was, have you thought about it this way without all that you know, other baggage? Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah. anyway, hey, it's 1130. 
Uh, you're on Lunch Conversations with Randy and Teddy. For those who don't know, I'm Randy and the guy in the pink shirt is Randy. Uh, I'm Teddy and the guy in the pink shirt is Randy. <laughs> Teddy, uh, it's 1230 Eastern I, time. It's 1230. It's yeah. We get <laughs> so, so anyway, our special guest today is Randy Garth. I told you I was going to try to do this better, Randy. <laughs> He's got his mind on Finnegan's Randy. wake. Yeah, and Oscar Garcia. Oscar is an introvert turned international speaker. Uh. Um, the conversation today is about, you know, how do, how do we move forward as introverts? How do we overcome? How do we achieve? I don't yeah. care if it's, in, it, it's irrelevant, whether it's business, career, or family, or community. Uh, we should all be looking at how we can do this better and how we can feel better uh, ourselves in this journey. Um, so lunch with Randy and Teddy is uh, uh, every every week, 11.55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays. We are uh, actively seeking sponsors to help us grow this show for you. So if you know somebody that would be a good partner in helping us grow the show, you know how to get a hold of Randy or you know how to get a hold of me. So. That's my yeah. uh, that's our half hour break. So, Oscar, man, this is good good dialogue, really good stuff. I appreciate because you're really making me think as well, and I I appreciate that. Uh, and I'm not breaking out in a sweat, but I think either. So that means that it, <laughs> you, know, you know, hardships. I'll tell you, I I remember one of my one of my greatest blessings. Let's take away the hardship. Let's talk about blessing. For me personally, one of my greatest blessings was when my four uh, preteen daughters, probably eight, nine, and 10 years old, told my wife, their mama, that they did not like me. Mm. And mm. I was in a space, I was, I was doing work that was overly stressful. I was away from home all the time, traveling all over the country. Yeah. And I remember those, I, I would come home and I would try to be dad and I needed to really be friend. I really needed mm -hmm. to do bonding and rapport and not be dad. And mm -hmm. I'll, I'll never forget those words that they said. It stung back then. I was like, well, what do you mean you don't like me? But then when yeah. I realized what those words were and where they were coming from, uh, it really got me to change my life. I quit that job I was doing and I, you know, became more of a, you know, in-person dad rather than just a paycheck dad. So mm -hmm. That was probably one of my biggest blessings ever. Um, mm -hmm. Let's, let's talk about something else. Uh, servant leader, servant leader, you know, you, you and I talked a while back and, you know, we talked about this phrase servant leader. And I think you, related that as a keynote speaker speaking to others you think of yourself as a servant leader because you have a purpose you have a purpose there right talk about the role of people in you know a career search or in business what is that word servant leader and how does it align with these journeys yeah great great question so First of all, I want to just keep things really simple here. To me, servant leadership is giving unconditionally, no expectations, yeah. okay, no expectations. Um, I, I have a good friend, uh, Hamid, who is also uh, out on the West Coast. And about 18 years ago, he was working for a big tech company, got laid off along with other people. And um, so, you know, he and his, his buddies had, had gotten laid off, got together for coffee, and obviously they're going to talk about, you know, passing some job leads, et cetera, and so forth. And uh, many of those uh, friends ended up getting a job. Mm -hmm. Hamid also got a job, but what he also did is he started a job seeker support group that I is still- I knew that name. Yes, that is still going on strong. In fact, I would encourage you to invite him as a guest. Love that man, okay? Great heart. Hamid started this job seekers group, like I said, that is still going on. It is free, okay? He gives up his time unconditionally. To me, that is, he is an example of servant leadership. It is someone who sees a need and with all his energy 
just compassionately gives to that need, to that purpose with zero expectation. And see, here's the thing, as a job seeker, I know we're naturally, I mean, first of all, as human beings, we're naturally selfish, okay? We are, okay, all of us. And, and when we are looking for a job, we're even more so, because we're oftentimes in survival mode, like I need a job to pay the bills, feed my family, et cetera, and so forth. And so when I realized that someone like Hamid, despite having his own personal needs, did what he did, I'm like, listen, this dude ought to start a church or something, okay? Because like, I'll, I'll give to his offertory here. That, he is an example of servant leadership. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, I mean, I'm, um, I, I've, I've talked to Hamid, I've, I've done some work for his group, and I, I need to go back and do more. I thank you for reminding me about that. And you're right, I need to invite him to the show. But Oscar, you know, there's another perspective about servant leadership. You can, you, you can be in a space where you have the ability to give way more than if you were in a different space. Now, as a job seeker, we have to be selfish in the context of finding a way to be able to survive th slash thrive. We have to get back into that space. But along this journey of finding that opportunity to get, create that revenue to pay our bills, along that journey, I think that we also have to have this mindset of being a servant leader and being willing to give to others. Because as you said, we have to give with no expectations. And I would wager you've experienced this. I know Randy has, I know I have, and I would wager a lot of the people on the show in the audience have experienced this. When you help someone else somewhere along and with no expectations, somewhere along the way, the freaking doorbell rings, the phone rings, an email comes in mm -hmm. that opens a door for you that you never even saw. Yes. I'm a, I'm a, go ahead. Teddy, uh, I'm with you in what you're saying that as a job seeker, you know, we're in, we have that need. I'm with you and so forth. However, here's the other thing that I challenge job seekers here is we can all at least give a compliment. Oh, every day. How many of you, how many of you job seekers, how many of you that are on this show and been on the sh show in the past even wrote a LinkedIn recommendation for Teddy or Randy? And no, they did not tell me to say this. I'm just telling you this myself. I'm willing to bet a hundred bucks because there's probably not even like five of you out of that thousand. And so if you're not willing to give right now when you are able to, of course, when you are in need, you're not going to, because what happens is you have not developed the giving attitude. Yeah. Melissa Hughes <laughs> was on our show last week, Randy. Remember when she said, mm. She, I think, if I'm right, she challenged that too much body. neural pruning. I've gone through too much neural pruning. I don't have a clue what she said. Let me help you, big guy. <laughs> Here's what she said. She said she she challenged the audience. Yeah. She said, "Go do something nice. Go smile at somebody mm -hmm. walking down the street, or say hello to somebody." And that's a powerful. That's a that's a style of servant leadership when you just give of your body through your smile and through your happiness. Um, it, it, and, and we don't, we yeah. don't do that enough. Yeah. And I think also to it, it, and part of the rationale for doing that is that it releases endorphins and other stuff in the brain that help, help you. So if you're trying to improve your mental outlook, then that's, it, it ultimately is a selfish thing from the standpoint that, Hey, I, I'm, I can improve myself, but yeah. I tell you what, it, just like with exercise or most any habit, once you start doing it often enough, it becomes a habit. It becomes your new normal and your and and how you exist. And and so I, you know, and I'm an example not to put myself on a pedestal like Archie Bunker used to say. But <laughs> <laughs> any any old timers ever watched uh, All in the Family, you'll you'll get that one. But um, I'm one of these guys when I walk down the Goodwill hallway, I'm going to say, hey, hey, happy Wednesday, happy Tuesday, happy you know whatever. And I've got people now that beat me to it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I may be the only guy in the whole company that does that, but enough people have seen me that they expect that now, um, but they'll beat me to it. And then they'll smile. There's one guy in particular that does that and he'll beat me to it. And he'll go, ha ah, like that, but big grins on our faces. And, you know, you can go through life again, poop happens to everybody and how you mm -hmm. let that affect you. And, and how you process that, I, I think is key to um, a number of things, but yeah, mm -hmm. job hunters, just as a, a just quick aside 
if you are in that job search mode and you are getting help from a Teddy Burris or whatever, one thing you can say is, hey, you know what? I'm out there talking to a lot of people and I'm hearing a lot of uh, openings that may not be a fit for me. Is there somebody, if not you, that I should keep my eyes open for? Because Teddy may have a next door neighbor, a cousin, or somebody who is looking. And if you, if I can offer that help, then that makes it not an equal trade, but at least I'm offering something while I'm also asking for advice and tips. Just yeah. thought. And, and there's no real measure yeah. to the to the 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 qualitative value of that all that give it's just a give it is yeah a smile can be factorially more valuable to the right person than a $20 bill yeah by the way randy i'll take $20 bills all day long but, <laughs> but think about that if you you catch somebody who's in a bad mood they're feeling bad their dog just died and i'm being real because these are real pains for some people you know yeah. their their flat tire or on their car you, you you smile at that person and wish them a great day or or make them giggle or feel good oh that can that's so powerful and we don't do it enough so uh, great dialogue great dialogue so um hey in the chat box anybody have a a salutation or something they do every day to give the simplest little gift. Somebody besides Randy's, you know, you know, have a great Monday or statement. Anybody have a something that they do every day just to be a little different, yeah. a little better? So share that yeah. with us. So yeah. Oscar, let's talk about something else. Let's let's end and we'll, we'll end this segment. And you know, your job today, Oscar, is to give this audience some meaningful tips beyond what you've already <laughs> given on how to be <laughs> successful in their career. Now you wrote an article or you shared an article on LinkedIn recently that I thought was pretty cool. And I'll, I'll drop the, uh, it was a video. Was that your video? It was the, uh, you know, massive what? career success. <clears throat> oh, yes, 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 that is my video. It is your, okay, I, I'll, I'll share it uh, and for everybody to see because it was really <laughs> a, a, a good story. And uh, I got to clean up the link because I think I fat fingered the link. But um, yeah, I'll share that in the chat because it really was pretty powerful. But talk about that article for a few minutes in the context of a, a few tips that people could be using every day to be successful in their career because it was really powerful. Yeah, so here's some, here's, uh, some tips, uh, folks, is number one is, is that I, I believe, and again, I'm coming to you from the perspective of attracting opportunities from an introvert's perspective, okay? So um, number one is I think it's very important that we lay the foundation and that is to develop that professional brand. When people think of Teddy or when people think of Randy or Oscar, what is that image, that impression that you want uh, others to have of you? Okay, and and Teddy can help you out and and creating that professional brand. There's many ways uh, that you can do that, but make sure you do that. Sometimes people say, "Well, you know, I don't have time to create my professional brand." Listen, whether you either are active or not, it's out there. Your brand is out there. Okay, it's out there. So might as well control it, folks. Okay. Number two is is that your online uh, presence. Uh, obviously, LinkedIn is the gorilla out in the space. Make sure that you have a full, uh, complete profile that really hot speaks to your skill sets, your experience, or maybe if you're looking to transition into new, a new industry, where you want to go into. Mm -hmm. um, uh, show examples of your work. I, uh, I, I joke around, but I'm trying to get my point how when we were in elementary school, we would have these show and tells. Remember Randy and Teddy? I mean, I don't know about you, but I would bring my yellow Tonka truck and I'd be you know, up in front of the class and showing yeah. people my toy and all that. And I didn't just talk about my Tonka truck. I brought it to school, okay? And then all of a sudden we become adults, professionals, and we transition to just telling, i.e. a resume, i.e. a cover letter, or i.e. a LinkedIn. And it's like, no, LinkedIn allows you the opportunity to upload examples of work, video, publications, et cetera, and so forth. Um, the third thing is networking. And I don't like the word networking because as an introvert, that scares me. But I'd rather look at networking more. It's always, always 
building and nourishing relationships. Stop reaching out to people only when you look for a job. That's like my kids. My yeah. son yesterday texted me, hi, dad. Like, I already knew where that conversation was going. We didn't even finish the conversation. And this morning, guess what? I got the, dad, I need some money. And I, like, stop doing that job secrets for your network. Only reaching out to Daddy Randy when you need a job. Always be building and nourishing relationships. And then mm -hmm. lastly, okay, the last point is share content, share your expertise. Of course, everyone on LinkedIn is going to be saying that they're, they're, they're the best at whatever. You're going to say that in your resume, but show me the money, okay? Go in there and make and share a post. If you are want to take some baby steps because you haven't, uh, you're not comfortable yet sharing content, at least like, you know, put that little emoji and then next step, graduate to making a comment. Oscar, right. what do I say? Yeah, how about just saying, Teddy, thank you very much for that insightful post. And then you finally, your senior year in college and you're drinking upside down margaritas like I did in my fraternity, okay? And you're a pro at it, all right? And now you cr actually create content that is tied to your industry, to your brand, and you share your thoughts. You do these things on a regular basis. Of course, when you are in the job seekers mode, you're gonna do some of these more, but when you're not in the job seekers, you're gonna do others more and less of others. And guess what, folks? You're gonna have people, you're gonna attract opportunities. And like mm -hmm. I said, you know, I never want to be panhandling for my next opportunity. Like I wanna be like that, you know, that prom date that the guys are all trying to, the prom queen that the guys are all trying after to go to the prom date, okay? I wanna be the prom king, okay? Get, get, I've been get, hoping get, Teddy would ask me out to the prom for years, but. <laughs> I, he always has he's married so i guess i'm second fiddle there but uh there's a comment the comment in the uh, in the chat section here about phrasing and th to use the term thank you thank you it's, it's somewhat reflexive automatic that kind of a thing and and so don prefers to use the word i appreciate what you do love it don yeah love and it. it conveys a deeper sense of of value personal value impact so just a thought sometimes the wording even though the intent may be the same and another thing too the difference between i appreciate it and i appreciate you yeah yes yeah yes uh, i had uh, uh, one of my well I won't go into detail but i i sent an email to someone uh in the last couple days and i said that very thing i appreciate you and i got a very very um, nice response back not that i was fishing for that but I just wanted to show appreciation for the person and, and some of the things that they had uh, had done. So again, words matter. And yes. my mom was an English teacher, by the way. So I love the language. And I and that's one of the things I, I wondered why I asked you about that, Oscar, early on about the, the hesitancy with the language piece, because if you can't speak the language that is used in you know everyday business, you're going to be kind of hamstrung because you just can't keep up you just don't know what's being said or you're perceived as not as competent yes because you don't know the language and whether it's misspellings inappropriate uh, grammar and i don't mean inappropriate like you know no, no, I mean? no. but yeah but but grammar that's incorrect yeah so uh hats off to anybody who takes the time especially somebody who for them english is a second language i mean we struggle with english and we're born here we're natives and <laughs> it's the language that we have but i'm appalled at how poor spelling and grammar are among professionals for whom english is their number one language so when a guy walks in that can speak two three languages dude that's awesome yeah. and goodwill needs people who are bilingual i wish you lived locally because you may know people <laughs> that could do that yeah. we need them but yeah. yeah thank you thank you so much for joining us today i really appreciate it oscar really do thank you great conversation and, yeah. and and oscar thanks for bringing some energy to the table here because randy and i needed it yeah we're pretty you know just mainline just just getting by no no, no. no teddy no teddy randy yeah. uh thank you i mean again for having well, me oscar, here do me guest. one favor yes now, so we had all these conversations. We talked about being an introvert. We talked about being the smartest person in the room. We talked about, you know, hardships and uh, biggest blessings. We talked about, you know, servant leadership. And, you know, you dropped some tips on being, you know, uh, more successful in your career. Take what you just shared with there. Pull two things out of that that really resonated with you that you think would be important for our audience 
to never forget. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bring this down to again to our audience here, job seekers. Okay, and we touched upon this too as well. So, folks, here's the thing: the key isn't uh, to learn how to use LinkedIn. The key is to believe in yourself hmm. so that you have the courage to use the platform. Because a dog with a note in his mouth can teach you how to use LinkedIn. But unless you and I believe in ourselves, we're not going to have the courage to share content, to use the platform. And that actually goes across the board in anything, whether it's a job. So I'd leave you with that. Could you say that again about what kind of dogs can teach LinkedIn so I know my competition is? <laughs> a dog with a note in his mouth can teach you how to use LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, I swear. <laughs> you know what, uh, Oscar, joking aside, that's rich. I, when you were talking earlier, I wrote down these two words, I believe. Yes. And all along the way, the conversation was tied to, in some way or another, I believe, and then I, I have the courage. This is powerful. You don't need to have courage to go out and do something totally, totally uh, foreign to what you want to do or what you have done or what you've been comfortable doing, but you do need to have the courage to do a little bit more. Yes, 1% growth a day is so powerful yes. uh, in life and in our, our, our want to achieve goals. So, buddy, thanks a lot, man. I, I appreciate, thanks, I appreciate yeah. you showing up okay. and really poking this. Thank you. Um, hey, Randy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Teddy. Thank you, Randy. I'm going to. Um, oh, you have a one o'clock. I, I do. I do have a training that I'm going to do. So I will be logging off here. So thank you so much, Randy, Teddy. And to your entire audience, I appreciate you uh, uh, listening here. And uh, I uh, I have new friends here. So thank you to both of you, Randy. I'll, and share, and uh, I'll share your LinkedIn yeah. profile for people to follow you. I'll share your website for them to hunt you down. Thank and, you. And we'll talk another day. And uh, thank you again, buddy. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspedaconsulting.com.